American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. Walters. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast, the roundtable. We're going to give the rest of the crew the day off today because I am out in beautiful Utah with X insurance as I've told you in the previous two hours and it is a winter wonderland a playland out here it is gorgeous and we thank X insurance for bringing us out here to bring you this program and tomorrow's program as well the daily defense I am Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom on the six hours microphone here in the car firearms group studios joining me now for the solid hour all four segments Dr. John Lott crimeresearch.org Dr. Lott welcome in Thanks for taking time with us today while I'm out here in beautiful Utah. How are you? Doing okay. You're a lot closer to me today. I am. Uh, Just a little bit south of you. Yeah. It's way in, yeah. It's it's a, it's a lot colder here than I was used to when I flew out Saturday from Georgia. I can tell you that much. But it is that time of year. But the winter wonderland is gorgeous out here. I absolutely love it at this time of year. Hey, well, John, we've got a lot of snow where we are, too. Yeah, I'll tell you what. John, since you and I talked last week, good Heavens, as I've started off the previous hour with A.W.R. Hawkins and again uh, in the first hour with Neil McCabe, the political landscape in this country just in the last five days, 10 days has just changed radically. Now that the House of Representatives appears to be firmly in Republican control, the Senate now, of course, still in the balance because of the runoff. We don't know whether or not Herschel Walker is going to pull this out. We're hopeful that he does. Your take on the House in Republican hands, Nancy Pelosi stepping down from leadership roles. What does this mean going forward? And for crying out loud, can it help us in the fight for gun rights with the Republicans now controlling the House of Representatives, John? Well, I think it's good, but the narrow margin is so incredibly narrow uh, that, you know, and I just don't I just don't have confidence that the Republicans are going to be as unified as the Democrats were on these things. And so a lot is going to depend upon what types of rules. You know, they used to have a rule for the Republicans that uh, uh, they'd only bring up things that the majority of Republicans supported. Um, but, you know, the problem that you face, is, and one thing that the Republicans didn't do to the Democrats, despite their narrow margin, was discharge petitions. If the Democrats can get, you know, two or three Republicans to sign a discharge petition, then they're going to be able to essentially control what gets passed and voted on in the House. So it's not going to be it's not going to be perfect by any means. Um, and I'm not going to be surprised if there are a number of times where they can peel off two or three Demo- Republicans mm-hmm. uh, to go and do that. You know, with regard to the Senate, I think Herschel Walker's uh, election is incredibly important. Obviously, Democrats will still control it, whether it's 51-49 or 50-50 because the vice president will break the tie. And obviously Kamala Harris is the Democrat there. But, but the thing is, you have a number of people who are coming up in very red states like uh, Tester and Montana and uh, Manchin and West Virginia. And, 
you know, one of the reasons why I thought the Senate was the most important uh, branch to go and get here uh, was because of things like the judges coming up. Right, right. You have all these very radical judges that keep on being voted on unanimously by the Democrats. And it just seems to me if you can make it so that, uh, you know, Tester and Manchin have to vote 100 percent of the time in order to get, uh, you know, these judges and other radical nominees through, then it's going to be a campaign issue to go and say they voted 100 percent of the time. Otherwise, what's going to happen, I fear, is that Tester once in a while will vote against people. Once in a while, Manchin will vote against people and they'll still get them passed. And so uh, you're only going to be able to force them uh, to kind of reveal their true colors, in a sense, and make them vote consistently the way that they really want. You know, they will only vote against these guys if it doesn't matter. And they can trade off, uh, you know, a few of them on different votes. And the only way you can stop that is if it's a 50-50 Senate with Herschel Walker winning. Yeah, and that's... um... Yeah, the fight here, as you can imagine, I, uh, you know, in the state of Georgia, I'm in in uh, Utah right now, but at home, the fight is immense. The ads yeah, we're being bombarded. It's worse than it was previously. I'm hopeful that Walker pulls this out, that Republicans, because of the outside money coming in to the state of Georgia, John, People understand in this state, at least the people I'm talking to on the ground, the importance of what you just mentioned. That's not lost on anybody. In fact, right before I headed out to Utah, I had two individuals stop at the house with Herschel Walker flyers. They're out on the streets. They're making the rounds throughout the state. And I I think they're going to make some headway. The, The judicial numbers, we heard from Alan Gottlieb a week ago here on Armed American Radio, clearly that's probably the most important thing that as gun owners we have to be concerned with. Do you happen to know by any chance, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, the number of nominees that Biden has moved at this time in his presidency versus Trump? Because Trump was very successful in the Senate with his judicial nominees. Well, well right now they're, they're essentially tied. Uh, for a long time, uh, Biden was well ahead of Trump uh, in terms of at this point, at different points in his presidency. But, uh, you know, uh, Trump ended up, as you say, uh, was successful in getting a lot of judges there. But the thing is, he was just able to bring the courts into rough balance politically. The Republicans controlled about half the the circuit courts and the Democrats controlled half. Well, you know, if Biden uh, is able to end up confirming judges at the same rate that Trump was, you're going to be back to a very lopsided set of courts that are there where, uh, you know, Democrats going to control two-thirds or more of the circuit courts. And, you know, what most people don't understand is that the Supreme Court's important, but the Supreme Court hands down decisions on 60 or 70 cases a year. The the circuit courts end up having like 94,000 cases during the year. So um, for all practical purposes, the circuit courts are really essentially the Supreme Court for almost all the jurisdictions in the country. And when you have a lot of very radical judges that, uh, that Biden's putting on, I mean, really radical guys. Um, you know, it's not just Biden in terms of uh, his policies and stuff, but he's putting on the courts. 
people that Bill Clinton would never have put on the court. And, uh, you know, so it's, uh, you know, the Democratic Party is very different now than it was uh, 20, 30 years ago. And, ten years um, ago. <laughs> yeah, 10 years ago, whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Justice Brown that uh, Biden put on is, you know, clearly more radical than uh, even Sotomayor is. I mean, they may be pretty similar, but uh, surely more radical than Kagan. And, uh, you know, it represents a real sea change. I mean, those, that's just we put on the Supreme Court. The people he puts on the lower courts are, are equally uh, out there. And uh, anyway, it's going to make a real difference. If, uh, I think it's extremely important. If, if people care about the courts and they care about what happens to the Senate in the future, um, then it's important that Herschel Walker win. You know, at least the people value that. It's imperative. I think that message is getting out in the state of Georgia. We're going to find out on December 6th. Trying to make predictions in politics today is very difficult to do. I feel good about it, but I felt good about a lot of things in the midterms that didn't come to fruition. John, one of the things that gun owners are hanging their hat on, uh, staying in line with the judicial nominees in the Senate, of course, and the importance of Herschel Walker getting to the Senate, is the Bruin decision. Well, we've got the Bruin decision. The Bruin decision is going to save us when it comes to gun rights because it's such a strong decision. I think what a lot of people overlook, and I'll I'll set this up now and then we'll take this to the break and, and get your response. But what a lot of people overlook is how few cases actually make it to oral argument at the Supreme Court. That number is about 1%. So the lower courts, as Dr. Lott is pointing out, when the lower courts rule against you, when an activist judge rules against your gun rights because they don't care about the Bruin decision and they're actively working against it, as we see the gun grabbers do on a daily basis in courtrooms around this country, we cannot rest our heels thinking that that case, that that case might get to the Supreme Court or is destined to the Supreme Court to be overturned. A lot of these cases will die at the lower courts if the Supreme Court deems it unnecessary or not plausible to take that particular case. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Dr. John Lott here in the Car Firearms Group studios on the Sig Sauer microphone, all of it presented by X Insurance. I am live in Utah, courtesy of X Insurance. We'll be back with Dr. Lott right after this. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. 
The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast continues here in these Car Firearm Group studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom, as I do every day, on this Sig Sauer microphone, all of it brought to you by X-Insurance, coming to you today from the beautiful state, the winter wonderland, if you will, of Utah. Such a beautiful place, and we thank X-Insurance for bringing us out here to bring you the program today on hundreds of stations around the country. During the break, we were chatting a little bit about some of the percentages that I mentioned. Dr. Lott, correct me on some of those numbers. I was even optimistic at 1%. Go ahead and let us know what we talked about during the break. 
Right. Well, if you look at the cases that are decided by the appeals courts, you're talking about less than one-tenth of one percent of those, like even a lot less than that, get to the, heard by the Supreme Court. If you're talking about all the cases that are filed, you're talking about something that's, you know, even a fraction of that. So, you know, it's, the Supreme Court is important. But the thing is, for all practical purposes, the vast majority of uh, cases are decided by the circuit courts that are out there. And the problem that you face is that, you know, look at what happened after Heller. Heller was a strong decision, but yet, you know, there you have 14 years that went by where the vast majority of the circuit courts essentially neutered that decision because they instituted what were called balancing tests. And uh, what they would do is they would say, you know, we think there's strong enough arguments for it. And they accepted the reasoning that the regulatory states had. And so, you know, uh, Heller had relatively little impact other than getting rid of a couple gun bans. That's very true. Um, and so I, I fear the same thing is likely to go and happen uh, in this case. But look, uh, the Bruin case, you have two different parts of it. You have, you have the part that Justice Thomas wrote, which is extremely good. And then you have the part of the uh, concurring opinion by Kavanaugh and Roberts. And the problem is, is that the, that concurring opinion by Kavanaugh and Roberts, Roberts creates a huge loophole because what I mean, what Thomas says is you have to go and look what the words were. Uh, if you don't know what the words mean, then you go and you look at uh, the debate that's there, or you go and look at the history to see what other types of laws that they had or allowed at that time. And that would be incredibly important because, you know, the types of gun laws that we have are very recent creations. The problem is, is that Kavanaugh and Roberts basically said, well, you know, there's a whole list of laws that could be allowed, and they list them out. And, uh, and so anybody who looks at that, any of these judges could say, look, there's only four judges that uh, agreed completely with Thomas, uh, and you need five. And so since they don't have a clear five votes for that, uh, they can go and basically use the concurrence in, uh, with Kavanaugh and Roberts, which gives like huge, massive loopholes that you can drive trucks through. And so, uh, you know, it's not Thomas's opinion was great, but uh, and obviously there's going to be a lot of uh, litigation over that. But, you know, this Senate election was devastating because uh, it means that uh, Biden's going to be putting a lot of really radical judges on the courts. And uh, it's going to be very tough to stop uh, a lot of state regulations because of the judges that you're going to be seeing put on there. A couple things from what you just said. No doubt that those two concurring or that concurring opinion, the, the concurring opinions from Kavanaugh and Roberts are going to be used to pervert Thomas's decision in Bruin. There, there's no question about that. And as you so eloquently laid out, John, that's exactly what happened for those 14 years of Heller. The left was able to successfully pervert the Heller decision to almost flip it with help from the mainstream media. 
to be an, almost an anti-gun decision. It was ridiculous what they were able to get away with, and they were able to get away with that because of the lower courts perverting that decision, left-wing judges perverting that decision over the years, and it created a new narrative. Having said that, isn't Thomas's opinion, though, the law of the land? As well, the majority not, opinion, and, and how much weight will those concurring opinions have? Now, we know what they'll do at the lower courts, but as it works its way up into the appellate process, I guess is what my question is. No, they're going to have a big weight, because what happens is is that uh, you have to have five votes, you know, in order to have a clear majority. And while it's true that both uh, Kavanaugh and Roberts signed on to, uh, to uh, uh, the, uh, Thomas's decision, they also, in their concurrence, noted exceptions that they had to that. And the exceptions are what's going to cause the problem, because you only have four votes without those exceptions. And so you, you can't say that, uh, you know, you don't have a majority, a clear majority for everything that's in Thomas's decision. So I guess what, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what this is going to mean, uh, because John is spot on, what this is going to mean is it's going to depend, John, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but it's going to depend on what type of case makes it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And it is well, what I mean, that decision will entail. But here's the problem, and that is the, the, the circuit courts that the Democrats clearly control are the ones where the Democrats are most likely to pass crazy gun laws. Okay, uh, like the Ninth Circuit with California and the Second right. Circuit with New York and stuff. And, uh, and the problem that you face is that, you know, the Democrats control the courts there. Uh, my guess is part of what's going on is the Democrats are going to delay things. They may think it take five, six years or whatever for a case to get to the Supreme Court, if it ever does get to the Supreme Court. And the problem that you're going to face then is that maybe Thomas will die. If Thomas dies, then, you know, uh, Katie barred the door in terms of who's going to replace him. If, he, if Biden's around and replaces him uh, or some other Democrat that's around uh, and you got another uh, justice like uh, uh, Brown or Kagan or Sotomayor, uh, you know, they're going to go and and essentially try to reverse Bruin or create bigger holes. And, you know, if you have somebody like uh, Kavanaugh and Roberts, who are willing to say, well, you know, the New York law is bad, but here are all these other gun control laws that right. we think are perfectly fine. Uh, you know, it's not really going to be clear that the Second Amendment is going to have the types of teeth that people want. You know, we've just had 14 years where we had circuit courts around the country that approved every gun control law that California and New York and New Jersey and other places uh, proposed, no matter how crazy, no matter how restrictive they made it for people to be able to own guns. Very discouraging to hear, but spot on, guys. It, it, this your, your Second Amendment rights hang by a thread. John, before we go to this break, we're getting ready to take it with just a, a few quick seconds. Do you expect the uh, current makeup of the Senate after... Um, you know what? I'm going to run out of time here. So let me just say this. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to ask John about whether or not he feels the Senate is, in fact, going to try to move to nuke the filibuster and maybe pack the court. When we come back, Dr. John Lott, we've got two more segments with Dr. Lott, Armed American Radio, bringing it to you from the X Insurance Ranch in beautiful Utah. 
the Car Firearms Group Studios, the Six Hour Mike Lit Up. We'll be back after this with John. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that 
micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and remember, use promo code AAR. This segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast, the Car Firearms Group Studios, the six-hour Mike lit up, X-Insurance, bringing it all to you every single day. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners that make these discussions possible. I am continuing with Dr. Lott. A lot to cover with him, so we're going to move quickly. John, in the previous segment, I, I ran out of time. I apologize. It happens. But I, I wanted to get that question out based on what you were telling us in the previous segment and the importance of Walker's election in the state of Georgia. John, I, I'm of the opinion that the that the that the Senate majority is radical as they are, knowing what happened at the House, knowing that Biden. No, it's look, it's a precarious situation in Washington right now. There's an ugly election that's already underway. I think they're going to try to nuke the filibuster. And I think they want to pack the Supreme Court. They're that radical. What are your thoughts there? Will they go that far? Well, uh, there's already the senatory got rid of the filibuster for Supreme Court justices. But uh, but in terms of changing, you know, packing the court and having more positions, that might have happened if uh, the Democrats had kept control of the House. But in order to kind of expand the number of justices from 9 to 15 or 13 or whatever they might want to expand it to, uh, they have to get a bill passed by both the Senate and the House. And whether the Republicans control the House by one vote or two votes or maybe, if they're lucky, three votes, uh, I don't think uh, something like that is going to get the votes of the Republicans that are there. And I think that's going to mean that uh, uh, Democrats are not in the Senate, aren't going to have much of a reason to nuke the filibuster at this point. Because here's the thing. If they nuke the filibuster and they can't really take advantage of it because the Republicans control the House, then they have to worry that, you know, two years from now, if the Republicans, uh, which are going to have a lot more favorable kind of uh, field to go and pick up some Senate seats, take control of the Senate at that time. And there's no filibuster, and the Republicans, maybe, you know, DeSantis wins the presidency or something, and then they, you know, keep on controlling the House, then it's the Republicans that will be able to pass everything that they want to go and pass if the Democrats have already nuked the filibuster. So I think what's going to happen is, is that there's no gain to them nuking the filibuster right now. And so, you know, unless, you know, what may happen is that there may be some other issues that come up that you can get, you know, two or three Republicans to go and sign a discharge position right. and get a vote in the House. But for some reason, I don't think those are going to be the most radical things that they're going to want to get passed. And, but, you know, that would be the only reason why they would do it. I think generally in terms of if the reason is just to go and pass the court, they can't get it through the house, and so there's no reason for them to nuke the filibuster for that reason. 
Well, we have to we have to hope and pray that McCarthy can keep the Republican caucus together like Nancy Pelosi did. And that is going to be a challenge. There's no question about it. Well, that would be a perk because Republicans yeah. have never voted that much in lockstep in the past. Well, that's part of what so, concerns me with such a slim majority, although I'm going to take the win. It is a win, and we know if the script yeah, is flipped. Sure. Well, at least it makes it more difficult. Look, uh, there are lots of radical things that Pelosi amazingly was able to get her entire caucus to go and vote for, or maybe just lose one or two, so it didn't matter uh, there. Uh, and the Republicans voted usually together on that, just because the types of things that were being voted on were so radical. Um, but, you know, well, John, we had Republican House members and Senate members that voted for the biggest gun control bill, as Biden, uh, Biden calls it, in the last 30 years. So keeping that caucus together is going to be absolutely paramount. And I'm not convinced the Republicans can do it. We'll wait and see. It's going to depend on what comes before the House. And hopefully McCarthy can do it. But as you said, that would be a first. John, let's flip over to crime uh, clearly on everybody's mind. And you and Nikki Goser have a piece out at the Washington Times. If you want to deter murders, bring back the death penalty. Without the threat of capital punishment, there's no reason for killers to agree to a plea bargain. John, on Friday, if I'm not mistaken, the individual that ran into the cops, you know, into 20 police officers, he's back out on the street. We see people getting turned out every single day across this country. To me, it's a no-brainer. If you bring back the death penalty, if you lock people up, you're going to clearly see these numbers drop. The correlation is there. What is it people don't understand about this? Uh, well, I mean, I think there's a lot of misinformation about the death penalty. I mean, one is the cost. Uh, so people focus on the fact that death penalty cases are costly and they focus on the appeals. But what they don't focus on is how uh, the death penalty or the threat of the death penalty actually saves right. a lot of costs. And one of the big things is that, and we've seen this a couple times in just the last year or so, you have, uh, you know, the Charleston uh, church shooter that was there. Um, he accepted the uh, uh, life sentences uh, in exchange for having the death penalty dropped. You see that happen time after time. These criminals want to avoid the death penalty, and they're willing to take a certain uh, uh, life sentence over uh, over the possibility of risking death. And you know, in Nikki's case, uh, the man who murdered uh, Ben in front of her, her husband, uh, you know, there you have a situation where um, the prosecutors in Davidson County. Even though Tennessee has the death penalty, they just don't believe in the death penalty. They're not willing to use it. And so if they had been willing to use it, then they could have gone to them and they said, look, we'll take the death penalty off the table in exchange for uh, you pleading guilty to first-degree murder. And the guy could have taken that, and he would be off the street forever. Instead, uh, he didn't take it. They went to trial, and he ended up getting second degree, so he's going to be let out sooner. And, uh, but, you know, the prosecutors had nothing to bargain with him over. You know, because they are like 50 witnesses that watched him murder her husband. Uh, there were, uh, um, you know, it was on videotape for the restaurant that was there. There's like no doubt that the guy had done it. And uh, so prosecutors couldn't just 
say, well, we're not going to, we're going to take away the first degree penalty too. So, you know, there was a ton of evidence that he had uh, premeditated it. So they had no choice but to go with first degree. They had no plea bargaining option that was there. And the thing is, first degree murder cases are also very costly. Um, you know, so if you see Nicholas Cruz, the uh, murder, mass murder for Parkland, uh, he fought against having the death penalty. Uh, and unfortunately, he didn't get the death penalty. One juror uh, refused to give him the death penalty. And so he has 17 life sentences or so that he's going to be facing. But, um, you know, you, you just see this time after time. You know, the notion, people say that the death penalty doesn't have a deterrent. And my point is, if it's not a deterrent, why is it that these uh, murderers fight so hard against uh, against getting the death penalty? There's the million-dollar question. If they don't care, if it doesn't bother them, if they're indifferent or even prefer the death penalty over life in prison, then they wouldn't be fighting against it. They wouldn't be fighting against getting that penalty. I see common threads in your piece here. Ladies and gentlemen, the piece is over at the Washington Times, and I would highly encourage you to read it. If you want to deter murders, bring back the death penalty. We're talking Dr. John Lott about this, who co-wrote this piece with Nikki Gozer, whose story has been told many times here on Armed American Radio. And you heard John mention it just and reference it just a, a couple of minutes ago. But, John, I see a common thread here in some of your research. The strongest support for the death penalty comes from those with the lowest incomes and education, those who are most likely to be victims of crime. And we see that a lot in your research, the, you know, concealed carry laws and the cost of getting licenses. The people that it impacts the most are those people that you just mentioned here, which are the lowest incomes and education. These are the people, as you clearly tell us time after time in these in your research are the people who are most likely to be the victims of crime when we come back we've got one segment left with dr john lott we'll dig into this and i I can't let him go without asking about trump i just have to do it we've talked about it in the previous two segments i want to get john's opinion on that as well since the last time we spoke trump has announced his run of course armed american radio's monster cast continues from utah right after this North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain of ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck Holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Dr. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast continues. The final segment already, guys. The, the, the three hours has just flown right by, and I, I'm, I'm enjoying being out in Utah. It's a couple hours earlier out here at the time the show ends while we're live on Armed American Radio's Monster Cast. I enjoy that. I, I love coming out and broadcasting from the West Coast. 
and I appreciate everything that X Insurance has done to make that possible for us. Please visit X Insurance for all of your insurance needs. As Rick, as Rick Lindsay, the CEO, tells us, don't settle for good enough coverage. Get the best. If you have a quote unquote CCW policy, start asking some questions and you'll find that you don't have a policy. They have a policy. I want a policy and I have a policy through X insurance because it is an AM best A rated insurance provider. So you can, we've done all the work for you. Just simply visit armedamericanradio.com. Click on the X insurance banner and find out exactly what it is we're talking about. X can cover all of your insurance needs, including those true umbrella policies that your homeowners and other insurance policies likely don't cover. X insurance. Please visit all of our partners, North American Arms, Daniel Defense, Lead Slingers. We appreciate all of them. If you're shopping, make sure to pick something up at mypillow.com. Use the promo code AAR and don't forget Forget, support the program by visiting armedamericanradio.com and click on the shop button. Armed American Radio shop is now open with some very cool stuff up there for you. We're adding things, I think, in about another two weeks, and we've already got a great slew of products up there for you. You'll love some of the slogans up there. We've partnered up with Armed AF, and Armed AF is armed and faithful. You'll find all the Christian shirts up there and everything else that we offer for you. Please help us keep the program on the airwaves. Dr. Lott, welcome back inside the Car Firearms Group studios with me for this final segment on the Sig Sauer mic brought to us by X Insurance. John, I see this common thread, as I was mentioning in the previous segment, where the strongest support for the death penalty comes from those with the lowest incomes and education. Those are likely to be victims of crime that we see that common thread with those who support the police in this nonsense defund the police movement. It's that same group of people who support right. police. We, we see this across the board. Why is it they don't? Well, I mean, you know, on the converse side, the people who who don't support the death penalty are the ones who are of, like, graduate school education right. and who make over $200,000 a year. They're not likely to be victims of violent crime. They're also the ones who are kind of most wrong about lots of crime issues. So we talked before about a survey that we did asking people what percent of violent crime involves guns. Uh, you know that less than 8% of right. violent crime involves guns. But if you look at Democrats as a whole, about 58%, Democrats think that on average 58% of violent crime involves guns. So they're off by 50 percentage points. Republicans think it's about 38%. So even they're off by 30%. But the people who are most wrong are the people who have graduate school educations, who have make over $200,000 a year. Those are the people who think that, you know, like almost 70% or so of violent crime involves guns. The poorest, the people who don't have a high school education or, or just high school, they're the ones who are most accurate. They think it's about 20% of violent crime involves guns. So, you know, the people who actually experience violent crime, the ones who see it know that a lot of violent crime doesn't involve guns. Right. The people who don't experience violent crime firsthand, who read about it from the media, and think just because they watch the news media that they're well informed about these things, uh, you know, they're they're the most inaccurate, and it really has real consequences for people's safety. But John, you know, it's uh, well that you just you just touched on. I have to go back to that and again. This is these people believe these things because of the media coverage that they see. Am I right? Well, I'm sure it has a big impact. It has a big impact. I don't know what else they would get their information. Most are not reading your stuff. Well, so they clearly they see it on the school. news. 
They got it from college. They got it from graduate school. Right. Uh, sure, that warps a lot of people's <laughs> views on the world. I mean, you have all these left-wing professors there, and, uh, you know, people are affected as they go through school. I don't think it can help but be affected by it. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's only a couple – schools that even have a majority of the faculty that's uh, conservative or anything even close to it. You know, a lot of these Ivy League schools, you probably have less than 1% uh, of their faculty are, are even moderate conservatives. So it, uh, you know, it really has an impact on the students that come out of there. John, let's, uh, because time is of the essence, as it always is, and I do want to ask you about Trump briefly, but you have another uh, piece up here, uh, concealed carry permit holders across the United States 2022. That was out about four days ago on the 16th. Tell us what you've, what you've got here for us. And ladies and gentlemen, you can find all of this at crimeresearch.org and you can support John in his work at crimeresearch.org like I do and like you should. We need your help over here. It's this type of information and your help that helps get it out there. John, concealed carry permit holders across the United States. Well, uh, it's our annual report. Uh, we've been putting out these annual reports since, uh, I guess, like looking at data from 2011 on. Uh, you know, the amazing thing is that most states can't tell you the number of concealed carry permit holders that there were a year ago or two years ago or five years ago. They can just tell you what the current number of permit holders are. You know, they kind of, they have, <clears throat> And they have a data file, and they save over it whenever they put in new data. And don't keep the old files, so they can't tell you how many people used to have permits. So we started collecting it. And the latest uh, data shows that a little bit over 22 million uh, concealed carry permit holders are in the United States. That's just looking at permit holders, you know, for residents. You may have someplace like Florida that has most of the permits are from people in Florida, but then you have people who live outside the state. So, uh, you know, it's, it's the smallest increase that we've seen. Last year it was 21.5 million, so it's gone up about 2%. That's the smallest percent increase that we've seen. But it's pretty clear it breaks down into two types of states now. You have the constitutional carry states where the number of permits fell, and then you have, and then you have the other where you don't need to have a permit to be able to go and carry. And I think what's beginning to happen there is that as most of the, you know, a huge portion of the country uh, doesn't require that you have to have a permit. Uh, people maybe used to get permits because they traveled to other states, but now they're thinking, you know, a lot of states I'm going to be traveling to, I'm not going to need to have a permit. Right. So uh, you know, if you have. If Florida, it seems very likely, um, is going to adopt constitutional carry this next year. Uh, you know, you're in Florida, you go to Georgia or uh, Alabama or, you know, Mississippi or Louisiana or Texas, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, you know, there's a huge number of places you can travel uh, from Florida and not have to have a permit. You know, there may be still some people that will get permits. But my guess is you're going to see as more and more states move this way, you're going to see further drops. You're not going to, you're going to see further drops in the constitutional carry states, but you still have been seeing more permits. And the thing is, now we're going to see more permits in California and uh, New York, New York and New Jersey, these other yeah. 
Well, May John, I, you've, you answered my questions, and that was, uh, obviously, I think, as you just pointed out, that we will see those drop as constitutional carry continues to roll across the country. And guys, if you're living down in Florida, you know, you can drive to Ohio if you're a snowbird and move through Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Ohio without a permit now. And as John just pointed out, you will likely be the 26th state after this next legislative session. Dr. Lott, thank you very much for being here. We appreciate it very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we took it right up to the line. Armed American Radio will be back again tomorrow. We thank X Insurance. We're live out in Utah. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe, and we will see you on the radio. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Celebrating 20 years in business, GunBroker.com is the world's largest online marketplace to buy and sell firearms, ammunition, and accessories. With over 1 million auctions daily, you can expect to find a limitless number of top brand names on GunBroker.com. Sellers, you can reach nearly 5 million registered users on GunBroker.com. And buyers, you can buy with confidence knowing GunBroker.com respects your privacy and is the only online marketplace offering buyer's protection. Buy or sell your next firearm on GunBroker.com today. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck Holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today.